our journey of working with female consultants or female aspiring consultants has been a very interesting journey because when firms consulting first started we didn't take any female candidates. In fact, I think it must have been an unsaid rule whereby we preferred male candidates. And I remember, I mean, if some of our early clients listen to this podcast, female clients, they will know that when we took them in, we, we told them that we don't generally take in females. We, we've we had difficulties working with females. So, you know, you're kind of a test group that we bring in. Now, I think the journey that we went through working with females is an important journey that all organizations need to go through. And I think, I wouldn't say we've come full circle, but we definitely have come a long way. And I think we've definitely exceeded where most organizations and definitely most partnerships would have considered an outstanding you know, effort to bring in females and groom them into the organization and to you know, obviously train female consultants. At this point in time, over half of firms consulting clients are females, and it's been a difficult process for us to do this. You know, initially, when when we first started the program, we were very heavily focused on teaching what I would call technical case skills, things like how to solve cases, how to brainstorm, how to structure, how to do an estimation case, how to do things technically correct. And we brought in the first few female candidates. It wasn't easy to work with them because we found that our teaching style didn't bring out the best in them. They were not, how can I put it, they were not improving basically via our approach of teaching them the technical skills. And, and it frustrated us a little bit to see that our approach was not getting any results. So. I can't say there was any big bang approach, but we've been slowly retooling what we've done. And if you look at what we do now versus what we did when we first started off, you'd notice a dramatic change. Firstly, communication is a fundamental part of what we teach. In fact, everything pivots and sits on this need to communicate correctly. So it's not enough if you say the right, it's not enough that you say the right things. It's how you say it, the image you create for yourself, and basically how you manage the soft skills and I'll be honest with you the focus for that came from working with females where we've realized that even with some of our best female clients they they met the stereotype when they went in for interviews and we had to figure out ways for them to break through that stereotype and a lot of it came down to the way we would position what they would say you know and it went down even to more granular details like teaching them how to dress how to speak and so on so it's it been an interesting development in our training program. And if you watch the consulting offer, you notice that the final candidate there who, you know, for all intents and purposes, beat out everyone else was Felix, a female candidate, which we didn't, ex we didn't think she'd be the top candidate at the beginning. There were some signs, but it's interesting to see how she developed through that. Now, even today, we have something called we have something called emerging fellows who are the, you know candidates who have strong challenges they need to overcome then th something we have called fellows now fellows are clients or past clients of firms consulting that are what we consider their thinking to be exceptional their value system to be beyond reproach better in some cases than our own and we really rely on their input to do things now of the fellows we have there's about eight of them Actually, there's nine, I think. Five of them. Well, I think it's, let's just think about this. Right? There's one, two, six of them are female. 
the ninth one would be the sixth. Six of them are female. So when we say that we are working very closely with female candidates and so on. It's not just we're working closely with them. We actually see the value of having female advisors in our organization. And the interesting thing about all of our female candidate advisors, the fellows as we call them, is that they're all pretty young. I mean, no one's above 30. Uh, most of them are PhDs and most of them are female PhDs. I don't think there's any female MBAs in that group. All female PhDs, very intelligent, very capable, very ambitious young women who... who basically shape firms consulting a lot of the advice they give us we follow it in fact for three of them three of our fellows we basically follow all of the advice they give us they basically tell us we don't like your website make these changes we don't like this about the program you need to change this so so what you see here or the way firms consulting has developed at least certainly in the last 18 months has been heavily influenced by our female candidates the fellows in particular, but still, you know, we speak to many other female candidates. Now, when we when we bring in female candidates into the program, there are two things we are very careful of. The first one is that we're not trying to turn females into males. And I do always tell female candidates, when you join the workforce, that you're going to be put under a lot of pressure to change your approach to be more like the stereotype that is expected. I mean, we have a female um, uh, PhD Asian lady, uh, very bright. I like her style, but I could see that a lot of people would look at her and say, well, you need to be more demure. You need to be more quieter. You need to ask for attention to s before you can speak. And, you know, we had a discussion. She was telling me she's thinking of going in this direction. I said, don't do that. Don't change who you are for the world to accept you. It's going to be tough, but you stick to your guns and you find an organization that's willing to accept you for who you are. Because come 10 years into your career, you're going to be a different person and you're not going to like that person. And the great irony there is that you're not going to know how to go back to who you were. It's not going to be possible because you've erased that route. So you're going to be stuck being someone you don't want to be. You know you could be someone better, but you don't know how to get there, right? So a lot of what we do with female candidates is building their confidence to be able to do things that they're already capable of doing. So it's a question of building their confidence. And we, there's two ways of doing this, right? One is what we have the nurturing model whereby we think someone's really good, very capable, very hardworking. So we just got to guide them. We follow that model with Felix. You know, she was like a little, you know, bird. We had to just, you know, protect her until she could fly. Some other candidates who are female, we feel that they've picked up some very bad habits and the only way for us to bring the best out of them is to break those habits. Now let me be honest, I don't like breaking people in general, it's not fun for me, it's certainly not fun for them, but it does work. If you have picked up bad habits, you are defensive in your work, you do certain things, you don't know why you're doing it, and we ask you, because if you've done a session with us, we take nothing for granted. You do something, I'll ask you, why did you do it? You make a mistake, some candidates will tell us, let's move on, I learned my lesson. I'm not interested in that. I want to know what you think the lesson is, and I want to check if that is indeed the lesson. So when we find female candidates coming to the program, it's very obvious about, I think 50 will go for the nurturing route, and... 50% will go for what I call the deficit model. One is called the aspirational model, the other one the deficit model. It's a question of just building them up. Now, am I convinced we are successful with females as we are with male candidates? I'm not so sure, right? I think that we are doing well with female candidates, but it still bothers me that 
when female candidates leave the program, they join McKinsey and BCG and so on. I still get calls from them a year later and a year and a half later, sometimes two years later, telling me, Michael, I'm facing this problem. My husband is telling me, you know, maybe I'm attracting the wrong kind of behavior. Should I need to change my style? And that to me is one of the biggest things we want to stamp out, the self-doubt. You know, you'll never hear a man saying something like, oh, I'm too tough on my employee. Should I change my style? People are saying that. No. Our our greatest hope, I'm not saying we're there yet, but definitely our hope is that the female graduates that come out of this program are tough enough to know the challenges they will face and they have a better sense of their worth, their self-worth, so they're not going to change to satisfy the environment, but they will force the environment to change to satisfy their needs. And that's what we strive for. In fact, just this morning, I was speaking to someone about to do an internship, um, and I was telling her the very same thing. You know, my final piece of advice to you is don't change for other people because I think you're pretty exceptional. Uh, you're going you're gonna to have a great time with the, with the firm, and... I don't think you need to change. And if you ever if you ever get into a situation where you're concerned about how your style is is interacting with the rest of your colleagues, this is my personal number, you will call me on this number. Very few people have this number, so I'll be able to pick it up immediately. Now, for those people listening to this call and wondering why I haven't given other people well, why I haven't given you my personal mobile number is because it's only something we've started doing recently, giving our clients my the coaches' personal mobile numbers. But the point is Building an outstanding female management consultant is not about making you acceptable to a consulting firm. It's about giving you the confidence to show a consulting firm why they need to accept you. And you need to maybe play that again, that last part, because it's very different from what most people do. Most people will tell you you need to change certain things to fit in, and we're telling you you have to change a few things to make yourself fulfill your potential, but who you are as a person, don't change that. We will help you bring out those attributes that make you really strong and show you how to use that in industry. Well, in consulting industry anyway. So I particularly like working with female candidates. I've, you know, Firms Consulting has done a major pivot in the last two years whereby female clients dominate the program and our, our main advisors are almost predominantly female. Almost all of them are PhDs. I'm not saying we don't like female MBAs. We just, you know, these were the best candidates in the program. So when you look at the changes in Firms Consulting, you look at all those wonderful things we do, a lot of the thinking comes from the female candidates. So we are putting our money in the same places we're telling you to invest your time. You know, we believe female candidates are exceptional and our job is to bring out the best in them. And not only do we believe they're exceptional in a superficial kind of marketing slogan kind of way, we rely heavily on our core female clients to advise us in terms of what to do. Our free consulting panel, for lack of a better word, but they are very good. Um, so if you're a female candidate and you're thinking about, you know, a role for yourself in management consulting, I'm not saying we have all the answers. You know, we do reject a lot of female candidates as well. Same 15, 85% rule. But what I am saying is that even if you don't work with us, you know, if you want to become a female consultant, do it. Just don't change who you are. There are many different styles of leadership. Find the style that works for you. And yes, certain times your style may not be most acceptable, but whose is? And just nurture it, but don't change who you are because you're not going to like who you'll become.